Calmly We Walk Through This April's Day by Delmore Schwartz. Calmly We Walk Through This April's Day, metropolitan poetry here and there, in the parks at Pauper and Rentier, the screaming children, the motor car, fugitive about us running away, between the worker and the millionaire, number provides all distances. It's 1937 now, many great deers are taken away. What will become of you and me? This is the school in which we learn, besides the photo and the memory, that time is the fire in which we burn. This is the school in which we learn, what is the self amid this blaze? What am I now that I was then, which I shall suffer and act again? The theodicy I wrote in my high school days restored all life from infancy. The children shouting are bright as they run, this is the school in which they learn. Ravished entirely in their passing play, that time is the fire in which they burn. Avid its rush, that reeling blaze, where is my father and Eleanor? Not where are they now, dead seven years, but what they were then. No more, no more. From 1914 to the present day, birth Spira and Rhoda costume, cons consume, consume. Not where they are now, where they are now, but what they were then, both beautiful. Each minute bursts in the burning room, the great globe reels in the solar fire, spinning the trivial and unique way. How all things flash, how all things flare. What am I now that I was then? May memory restore again and again, the smallest color of the smallest day. Time is the school in which we learn. Time is the fire in which we burn. Hello, everybody. This is uh, PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is PSG Small Talk Champions League Edition, the last one of the year, for Wednesday, March 6, 2019. I'm not going to yell because after that second goal, I was pretty much resigned to, to this fate. Because football is a funny thing, and life is a funny thing as well. And I read that poem at the beginning to really highlight those two lines it was from the uh it was a delmore schwartz poem and it was uh used in the last season of true detective and i wanted to i wanted to just use that poem to make the point that throughout this time the players may change the coaches may change but it's always the same it never really deviates. No matter how much progress you think you've made, it always deviates back to where we appear to be and who we appear to be and what we appear to be. And I think that think pieces aside and there will be a lot a lot more than you'll want debriefings about this game. And this will send ripple effects for years and years because this may finally be the tipping point more than any other year, more than maybe even the 6-1. And this will go alongside of the 6-1 in a different way, but it will go alongside of it. This was a game that is very hard to explain. 
it's very hard to put into words what exactly went wrong. Because I think that when you just look at it on the surface, there were three moments, defensive moments, where this team, which by all accounts should have easily won this game, they had the control of the possession, they had the better shots. They were doing all of the attacking pretty much throughout the 90 minutes. But three moments that you can't really explain. That when you look at them separately, you can't really explain. When you look at them together, you can't really explain. The first one, two minutes into the game, Tilo Kerr has the ball. And he tries a very simple, rudimentary back pass to either Tiago Silva or Gianluigi Buffon. And I'm not sure exactly which um, exactly which one he was trying to pass the ball to. But he didn't pass it to either of them. It just sort of sat in the middle. Maybe the ground was wet and he didn't put enough energy on the ball when he kicked it. I don't really know. But it just sort of sat there. And Romelu Lukaku runs to it, beats Thiago Silva, goes around Gianluigi Buffon, and puts it in the back of the net. Score one nothing Manchester United within two minutes. And it appeared that PSG had recovered. They got a goal in the 11th minute from Juan Bernat, and it seemed like, for the most part, Paris Saint-Germain had retaken control of the game. But then the second moment came. Ball on the outside, maybe 20 feet away from the penalty box, maybe more. Marcus Rashford just puts up a shot. It wasn't meant to beat Buffon, really, I don't think. It was just sort of a wing-and-a-prayer shot. Buffon gets in front of it, tries to parry it away, I think, pops the ball up right in front of Romelu Lukaku, who finishes, and it's 2-1 to Manchester United. Two somewhat random occurrences just sort of happened. And you can't explain it, really. These are professional athletes. They make mistakes. But another mistake in another big game, in two of them, in one half, for a team that I don't think, besides those um, besides those mistakes, really were able to get a shot on goal... You just can't explain it. It's not logical. You get to the half, and then the second half, PSG do what I think they should have done. They sat on the ball. They were trying to get attacks going. They were trying to get balls into the box. But for the most part, they had pretty much shut United down. And they had brought on Meunier and Paredes, which I thought were good substitutions. Draxler got hurt in this game. Not that it matters anymore, but Draxler got hurt. And then you're in the 89th minute. Game's practically over. 
if you just don't make another mistake. Ball gets to, I think, Dallow. I think it was Dallet. I'm not sure. I'm trying to block this all out of my mind, but I have to do this. And it's professional, so I'm not going to yell and I'm not going to scream. Tries a wild shot. It was going into the 50th row behind the goal. Kimpembe leaps in the air with his arm out, and it hits him on the elbow and goes out of play. The official calls for a corner. He then goes to VAR. He awards the free kick on the spot. Rashford from the penalty spot just beats Buffon. 3-1. And no matter how much extra time that referee wanted to add, he added like eight minutes. PSG were never going to score. They were never going to get that game back. Now, before, I have not been online, and thank God I really haven't, because I don't know what people are going to say about that call, or if people are going to try to say that that was the reason PSG lost or something, or we're not going to make another excuse. And I assume what will happen is that somebody will make an excuse. Tuchel will probably talk about that call, and they'll make excuses, and then we'll do this whole rodeo show all over again but again time does not lie time is the school in which we learn time is the fire in which we burn i don't know if and i don't necessarily believe in destiny i don't necessarily believe in fate but games like this really really test your ability to sort of believe that we have full control of our lives and that we have full control of what we're doing and how we act. And if we put in the work and we have the right mentality, things will go your way. Well, in life, things sometimes just don't go your way. And in this case... I think PSG couldn't have done a whole lot different. I don't think they lost this game because of the coaching. I don't think they lost this game because of the attacking. I think they lost this game because, and this is tough to say, that in those moments, in the course of a 90-minute game, When your job is to maintain focus, maintain balance, and maintain control, PSG does what they've always done. They lost control, not fully. This wasn't an epic collapse, but they lost control enough. It was an unfocused effort. There were, there were balls that were going slightly out of play that weren't right. They couldn't link up Kylian Mbappe to save their life. <clears throat> I mean, if there was something they could have done different is they could have brought Cavani on 10 minutes before they did to try or even Chupo Moting to just give them someone to hoof the ball to. 
and control it. And even then, they were not actively handing them the game for most of it. But there were times, the three times, and they were the three times that counted. How many times have I said this to the point where I think people have stopped listening to me? But maybe you'll listen to me now. This is not about tact. This game is not about tactics. Football is not about tactics. It's not about any of that. It's not about minutes played. It's not about, you know, possession. It's not about how many passes you complete. Football is about moments, especially Champions League football. It's about moments. And the moments are what define these games. And Paris Saint-Germain lost the moments. Like they always do. Last year it was understandable. Even two years ago it was maybe understandable. But I'm sorry. United were not out there attacking. United were not out there being aggressive. United were not out there putting PSG under constant threat. This was self-inflicted. This was football suicide. And it's inexplicable. That's the crazy thing. It's completely inexplicable. What happened? PSG had control of this game. And they lost it. And what I think is... What's going to be blamed at the end of the day is the same old stuff. PSG are not a major club. They're frauds. They're jokes. They're a billionaire's play toy. And you know what? You're going to have to take some of that. Because to a certain degree, at this point, we kind of deserve what we get. But where I've been going with all of this is that you just have to understand that this is who we are until something can come along and change that. And I don't know what that is. They've tried pretty much everything. They've brought in Neymar, who wasn't playing today and probably may not play the rest of the year after watching that. They brought in Kylian Mbappe. They have all of this talent that was coming together. And this is the almost crazy thing about this. They were playing well. They were... They were... They were good. They had players that were playing up to their potential. They had players that were exceeding potential. And Tomas Tuchel, for the most part, had been doing an excellent job. And then, once again, PSG lost the moments. And that's what this comes down to every single time. Without fail, they lose the moments. And when you lose the moments in Champions League, you lose the game. I don't know where they go. I don't know where they go. I have my ideas of where they go. But 
the way this the way this ended, we really have no reasonable uh, right to judge where they are going to go because this could go a whole bunch of different ways. They could try to bring this group back together and do it again, but I don't think so. I, I don't think that's what you do. Again, I don't want to like have this sort of knee-jerk reaction to it, but you may have, and I know this is going to, it stings right now, but they may have to make a decision to sell one of those two big players and use that money to just reinvest and build this thing up, getting quality at some of the positions they've just neglected to get quality at, finally getting good midfielders, and tamping down the expectations. Because if this doesn't prove it, nothing will. They are not a Champions League winning team. They're not. And Champions League winning teams don't make these mistakes. Champions League winning teams don't have this kind of stuff happen. And I said that it was inexplicable, but it's really not. How can something be inexplicable when it always happens? That's the problem. It always happens. Every single year. And yeah, you can talk about, well, if the arm didn't go here or if Kara made that pass better. But how many times have you said that? And how many times has that been used to paper over some real cracks at this club? There comes a point where you just have to be realistic and honest and say, we have to do something different. And you know what? I'm not going to start talking about the coach yet because I think he's done a fairly good job. But does he get any more of a break than Unai Emery did? I mean, we like Tomas Tuchel better than we liked Unai Emery, but are we going to give him a break and say that this wasn't, you know, that this didn't happen under his watch? It's happened under Laurent Blanc's watch. It's happened under Unai Emery's watch. And now it's happened under Tomas Tuchel's watch. Three straight years out in the round of 16, two of those years blowing significant first leg leads. There has to be the question asked, what are they? Who are you as a club? I think I know. I think they're what they are. They are a very good, they are one of the, they are, they are a dominant league on team who show flashes of brilliance in the Champions League, but when the pressure is on, they make mistakes and they lose. Plain and simple. Now, how do you change that? That's the question. How do you figure out a way to change that? And Kylian Mbappe said it, it, I think before the first leg or after the first leg, he said, stop selling fear. Well, fear is now here. And the unknown is here too. And how did it happen? The same way it always happens. 
They miss some opportunities on the offensive end. They make some dumb-headed defensive mistakes. And then a couple of bounces go one way or the other. And now how do you change that? How do you go in and how do you fix it? I don't know how you fix it. Uh, Don't come to me for answers because I don't know. The thing that I know, though, is that something has to change and it has to be drastic. Maybe it is Arsene Wenger just takes control of the whole thing and makes the necessary changes that he needs to make. I don't know because I'm at a loss for ideas because they're really I have some, but who knows? Who knows what they're thinking right now? Do they just chuck this off to do they just chuck this off to it was just a bad day and just strange things happen and they reload this thing for next year? But I think the most important thing whoever takes over, whoever's in charge, I don't know what's going to happen. I just don't They have to stop with this, we're going to win the Champions League thing. Because you're not, yet, the way you're constituted, the way this whole thing is operated, is geared towards this competition where things like this happen. And then you call your entire season a failure based off of it. That is a ridiculous amount of pressure. It's It's an unsustainable amount of pressure that each year this team is put through and those players are put through and that manager is put through. And yes, there are places like Real Madrid and Barcelona and Juventus and and Bayern Munich where that kind of stuff is the um where that kind of stuff is the is the norm. But for PSG it's different. It's just it's different here. That pressure is not a it, that pressure is not let's put it this way it doesn't make diamonds that pressure breaks people it broke Tilo Kerr it broke Gianluigi fucking Buffon think about that i've never seen buffon do that in a major match yet he puts on that psg jersey and in a major moment just olays the ball and can't control it. And then just random ball hits the arm, penalty, guys looking completely away, it hits the arm. What are you going to do? I mean really, what can you what can you do in that situation? I I mean I I I'm trying not to ramble and I'm trying not to get upset because there's plenty of time to be upset, but I don't think that solves anything. I think you have to take a real look in an autopsy at how these random kind of things continually happen to this team and figure out, okay, how did we get to that point where Kimpembe is even in that position to do to try to make that? Like, how do you lose control that badly in a situation where you're getting a shot from out wide and Kimpembe just jumping in the air with his arm out? Again, there's not a lot of answers here. This is not a podcast where I'm going to give you answers. This is a podcast where I'm going to explain to you 
that through this time, we have learned. And through this time, PSG have burned. And now the question is, do you burn it all down? Do you reload? Do you rebuild? Do you fire your manager? Do you replace Kalaifi as president? How comfortable are you with the current plan? And how can you keep this thing going in this direction? I feel like we're at that point now where you've reached so many crossroads and you've reached so many milestone kind of moments and you have yet to you've yet to take that real direction and say this is what we're going to do and right now i think this project is on a real knife edge and you can continue this the way it's going and year after year have the same things happen have your players get older or you do what they need to do and this is where i get to my only thing which is rebuild this whole thing like most if not all of it you keep killing mbappe Everything else is everything else is expendable. And you figure out how to build this team from the ground up again. Not by buying every player, but by figuring out how to invest in the right positions to get the right kind of attitude in that locker room, to get the right kind of... Um, spark and to just do this to just do this again but i mean just to do this again next year i can't imagine them just rolling this same team out and doing the same thing because it just not hasn't worked and yeah you can maybe chalk this up to a fluke but how many flukes can you have before it's what it is how many flukes can how many flukes can happen? At this point, it just is what it is. And you can't change it unless you really, and I mean really, take the time and make the hard decisions. And there will be podcasts after this where I will explain what those hard decisions are and why they need to be made and why somebody hopefully we'll get it and do these things that need to happen. And I don't claim to have all the answers, but I have places to start. And I don't think that's the time for this. But before I go, Manchester United, man, I mean, they, with with a lack of talent on the field, with, with injuries all over the place, in a game that they didn't even really think they were going to win, they played hard. They played really well defensively, and they waited for PSG to make mistakes, and by God, they did. Gotta give United credit here. They did exactly what they needed to do. They played it the exact right way. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer with some voodoo magic 
just making PSG make mistakes. Just let them have the ball and let them make the mistakes because that's what's going to happen. That's the best way back. And you know what? It worked. It really did work. So congratulations to Manchester United. And now the autopsy begins. And we're just going to have to... We're going to have to figure this out. And PSG especially. They're going to have to figure this out. And at this point now, it's up to the man in charge, Nasser, to finally have a... Finally think and stop this train before it completely careens. Or, even worse, before it continues at this pace of, well, it's just going to happen every year. Can't change it. It's just going to happen every year. Well, got to do something to stop that. And I think I know what that is. Again, we'll talk about it in future times. But I'll leave you again with what I started off with. Each minute bursts in the burning room, the great globe reels in the solar fire, spinning the trivial and unique way. How all things flash, how all things flare. What am I now that I was then? My memory restore again and again. The smallest color of the smallest day. Time is the school in which we learn. Time is the fire in which we burn. Au revoir for now.